3: Everyone, welcome back to Nerdificent. I'm one half of your host, Danny Fernandez, and sitting next to me as always.
4: If you wadiway, how's everybody doing?
3: We are hot and fresh off of San Diego Comic Con that yeah. was this weekend.
4: It was a, it was an event, it was wild, it was fun. Busy, lots of news, some surprising news, news we didn't think we'd hear, news that's been speculated about, all types of fun stuff, lots of friends too involved in stuff. Trondi Newman, friend of the Yay. pod, uh, actually is Tawny, but her her screen name online is Trondi. Uh, Tawny Newsom, uh, yeah, the lower decks. She's going to be doing some Star Trek stuff, and already got um actually online. Um, <laughs>
3: oh, I saw. Yeah, I was Love like, wow, that she could clap back. Yeah. Um, that someone was like you should watch this Star Trek she's like I have Yeah, and she's also a voice of an animated now she's also running not only is she a voice of a new animated Star Trek character but she is also the um, co-host of a Star Trek podcast now with the official Star Trek people so don't try and flex on her Uh, But we are joined with two other of our friends that were at SDCC this weekend. We have pop culture critic, you know her, you love her, Joelle Monique. Hey, what's up? Thanks
5: for coming back. Yes, we're all alive, which is amazing. Technically
3: not a review. You have been on our reviews before. Yes. This is kind of a review. It's a recap.
5: Yeah, sure. Of all of the, there were so many panels. I was trying to catch up. Today, and I think I got through maybe like a third of the Hall H and uh, Hall 20 panels. Oh, so many. Today. I got
3: to be in Hall 20. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. It. yeah, that other voice that you hear, she's an entertainment journalist. It's Laura Siri Cool. Hi. Hey. Oh,
0: thank you so much for having me on. I love this podcast. So I love you too, like both of you guys. So I'm like so excited to be here. And yes, just-
3: I'm so glad that you could join us for this huge. Episode. I just wanted to say, like, as we're getting started, what was everyone's favorite thing that they saw at Comic Con?
4: uh, My favorite thing I saw at Comic Con was Mahershala wearing that (laughs) blade (laughs) hat. (laughs) You know, Uh, it was it was great. It was like, you know, we've been talking about Blade a lot in the Zeitgeist and people were like, man, if if Wesley Snipes can reprise it, that'd be great. And I I was thinking, I was like, yeah, who could replace Snipes and when I saw Mahershala, Mm -hmm. it just clicked. You know, not only the fact that Mahershala is a phenomenal actor, but also he kind of does kind of share the same features as Snipes. So I feel like, you know, uh, visually it it won't be too far of a departure from uh, the one we grew in love. I hope he gets the same haircut. Uh, (laughs) I I need that in my life. Uh, But yeah, no, I'm super excited to see what happens with that.
5: Yeah, I was uh, shocked when he put on the Blade hat, and it again felt like, oh, duh, of course, rehearsal Ali is who would play Blade next. Yeah, I couldn't believe we hadn't all been guessing it. It just makes sense, and I was really excited. Uh, I did my first Hall H panel ever this year, and so that was definitely my top moment. And it was for His Dark Materials, uh, which maybe you watched the Golden Compass movie that came out circa like oh five oh seven somewhere in there. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda says that he comes in singing a duet with himself <laughs> because he's also playing his demon. Um, which was really exciting. I'm really excited. They're going to take like a lot of like dark, twisty turns with the series, which should be fun, but they're keeping it available um, and accessible to kids, which I think is a lot of fun. Um,
3: Can you explain the series for people that don't know about it?
5: Yeah, so it's a commentary on... Um, a lot of people think it's a commentary on religious organizations, but really it's a, a commentary on all powerful organizations and how they affect our lives. Uh, every individual has a demon that is sort of a physical animal manifestation of their selves. Uh, And in the middle of it all is this little girl, Uh, the girl who played X-23 in Logan is playing the main character, which is freaking awesome. Um, And she's trying to figure out what it is to be a good person. And that's her journey through the whole thing. So you've got uh, a lady who's considered maybe one of like the most evil villains of all time in there. And they, I'm so excited because they're um, they talked to the original author, Philip Pullman, Um, About it, and they're like, Listen, we want to know why she's a monkey. We want to know why she's able to separate from her demon when no one else can. And then he was like, Go for that. Dig all the way (laughs) deep into the character. So it's going to be so much more expansive than even the books. But with Pullman's um, OK, it is a BBC and HBO production, which for me means money. So much money. Huge, expensive project. And they used real puppets, real puppets, including a like six foot tall polar bear. I got like I've been looking for something to replace my Game of Thrones addiction, and I think this could maybe be it. I'm yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. i I think that they're hoping that everyone that you know is watching for Game of Thrones that this will in their sci-fi fantasy. And something that. the kids can watch, too. You don't have to, like, Game of Thrones is not for the children. <laughs> I wonder what time it'll come. But, like, uh, and then immediately change the channel. Yes, and then you get, know, get out of like, here.
5: Run, children. It's HBO. It'll be, like,
3: Insecure Ballers or something, Succession <laughs> or something coming on. Uh, Laura, what
0: about you? What was your favorite part? Um, well, um, obviously, I'm a, I'm a Trekkie, so Picard was a big deal. Yeah. But, but um, that's, like, just emotional feelings as a Trekkie. But um, as an Asian American, my biggest thing that I... I, I I screamed and cried um, before it like when it came out on the screen was Shang Chi, mm-hmm. um, which will be like the all Asian American or well, all Westernized Asian um, movie um, for Marvel. And so they announced um, they announced the the cast, which is Tony Leung, who's huge in Asia and China, um, obsessed with him. Um, and Aquavina, who's who's killing it right now in the Her game? Agent
5: has to be just so excited. I, I seriously... found this girl on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah!
0: I was like, oh yeah, New Yorkers. Um, she's a fellow New Yorker, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm a fellow New Yorker, so I'm like, yeah. Um, and also, um, and then uh, Simu from Kim's Convenience, oh who God, I love so, cute so much. And hot. Oh wow! Yeah, Simu, Lou, um, it, it, we uh, the fact that uh, like you know. Honestly, we 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 like all the trades we're talking about. Other people and like he just did it on his screen test on Sunday. He got. He found out on Tuesday. Whoa! And then what? they announced him. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. What like, a week! Yeah. So it's like, oh my god! Like this is amazing. Good. Like, and it was just, I was screaming my head off the whole time, just knowing that this is gonna be a change, just for uh, Asian Western That was definitely everywhere. one of those
5: moments where, as like a fan of Simu, like he's been talking about wanting to play a superhero online for so, so damn long. He's long. been like tagging Marvel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like like he's, stop Marvel. Stop Marvel. I love
5: that Marvel is picking, like, selecting fanboys it's like they sort of started with Tom who's been very vocal about his love of Spider-Man Um and then to get, like know that Wesley Snipes called like the minute he got his Oscar I was like I have clapped oh, now you I please I'm sorry yes Mahershala yeah. can I please do Blade now like I, I've got I can do it Um to come now to see me like it's really exciting to know that the people uh, have passion behind playing these roles.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna put it out there. If they need like a person <laughs> on set just to be there, and like I could bring, I can bring whatever you guys need. I just want to be part of this big movement, like somehow. We're like, on
5: her, mommy. I've got orange slices. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, who
0: needs, who needs, who needs like, uh, who's hungry? You guys need to eat, hydrate, hydrate. Yes. that would be my
4: job. I love the idea that Mahershala was announced as if it was like a sports trade with him oh, putting a yeah, oh hat God. On. Like, oh, can God. We just do like cast announcements <laughs> like that, like, yes, this season I will be on ballers. And <laughs> you put the hat on, and it
0: like, ah, well, I they t- announced something Fantastic Four, I want them to all wear a yeah, hat. Yeah. Like- I tweeted that Marvel was
5: on their Beyonce because they were like, here's like seven great movies and TV projects coming out. Also, here's six more. Like, titles, 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 titles. Blackout. I was like, what are you doing to me? And I know D23 is around yeah. the corner, so they yeah. got all well, this space.
4: what was so interesting about it is I thought they weren't going to announce anything because it has been tradition that Marvel right. sits back and save their goodies for D23, which means they must have something juicy if they gave it to yes. But I will say, um, you know... Uh, the fun thing about cause some people might be looking at this um this phase four announcement. Like so out of the phase four announcements, we have one, two, three, four, five movies and five Disney Plus properties. Mm-hmm. And some people might be like, oh, Disney Plus, because in history, the TV universe and the um cinematic universe were separate. Now we're in a time where they're actually going to be blended together. I knew about this, not the phase lineup, but I knew about the blending of the universes before. I seem to have a friend who I won't call out and uh, (laughs) snitch on them who actually sat down uh, because he's doing a thing for Disney plus, which is actually super cool. But like he came in after he went to the offices and was like, Oh, they showed me the roadmap. (laughs) And you know, he's like, I can't tell you everything, but I can. And he, he, have revealed to me that the shows were going to be interwoven. They're going to be using the original cast members, but for the animated stuff, they're going to be using, I think they said somewhere around 80% of the original cast. They did announce that. Disney has released a
5: photo of all the actors Mm -hmm. that are coming to do the what if series. Yeah. Yeah, That's so cool. Yeah. I I, listen to me, Disney, we can say a lot about Disney and and how our fear of monopolies and uh, there's a lot to talk about, but if we're just looking like as fans at Disney and what's coming up, like, Universal storytelling has been my niche for, like, like going back to, like, high school. Like, I love the idea of cross-telling stories. I love the idea of, like, you can follow someone from a story to a video game to a movie and back again into the comics. Like, the idea of what's coming up from Disney, I'm a stan. I can't help it. I don't really care. You
0: take my money. <laughs> and I'm going to make it right? rain like on Disney. Like, I don't.
5: This is my lifeblood. Like, please.
3: Oh. I oh. think my favorite moment was Tessa Thompson. <gasps> who will be Marvel's first queer superhero, yeah. and she said, um, well, she's a king, and she needs to find her queen, mm-hmm. and I love that, because she was named a king at the end of Infinity War, or Endgame. She was named a, a king at the end of Endgame, and shes uh, I think a lot of fans are hoping that her queen is uh, possibly Captain Marvel. Yeah. We'll see, but that's really cool, and I'm so glad that she is, uh, and of course, we had Natalie Portman taking on uh, Milnor. Taking on uh the hammer for Thor, it's gonna be dope. Yeah. But before we hop more into Marvel, I did want to talk about some of these trailers that dropped.
0: do? Oh my god.
3: I don't know if y'all were able to see the It Too trailer. Definitely did. Yeah. So the cast sat down with Conan, um, and that was part of Scare Diego. You were there, right, Laura? I was there for
0: Scare Diego. Um, and it like they showed uh for uh, three they showed three different sc- um um scenes and let's just let's just say i wrote about it too but um let's just say that it was it, it's going to meet expectations maybe beyond chapter 1 really yeah like i was my heart like oh, i no. my heart was pounding so so it was hard. scarier
3: than the trailer
0: it was scarier than the trailer the scenes that they showed um they told us like, oh, please don't reveal it. And so we all, like all the press didn't do that. So we okay, were like, just being you're, prepared. Now you're on the podcast. No, you don't, need a <laughs> nah, you don't need to spoil. yeah, but ahead. no, like there's scenes that wasn't in the original, um, it, that I was just like, uh, I really appreciated that they added. And it was like, really, really intense. Um, they added a new scene that wasn't in the original that you're just gonna, like, it caused, even caused McAvoy, um, James McAvoy, uh, anxiety he said that it, it caused him like anxiety for that scene. And watching it, I felt that anxiety, and like I was just freaking out. So chapter two, I feel like it's going to be even uh, more more extreme than chapter one. So if you were freaked out from chapter one, be prepared <laughs> for chapter two, because chapter one, I was like, oh, okay, oh, okay. But this one, I'm like, just the three scenes they just showed me oh, no. I was like freaked out and I don't freak out usually
5: Yeah based off the first scene they showed not the trailer that was released for the con but the one where uh Jessica Chastain is wandering around the house with the old lady yes. Oh it's the man. First trailer. suddenly naked yeah. and like skittering across the hall I was like oh this Killed is next me. level fear and I'm so I'm so excited because this uh director producer team the uh brother and sister have been doing like great things like all the way back to Mama um, and so to see them being able to ramp up the special effects we saw in the trailer look so clean and good. I'm really excited. If you're going to go,
3: right?
4: You To what? To it? <laughs> no, that's why I just totally checked out of this. <laughs> you, know you, know, you, you know I don't like scary stuff. I was <laughs> on the, uh, I was driving today um, and I was behind the bus and it had that it, because I guess, there, so if you didn't know last time it was out they did a pop-up house and yeah. i totally never stepped foot in there you but, should it wasn't but they like scary. really have an advertising uh advertising where it looks like a carnival and it was like featuring pennywise the dancing clown and i was like i hate this and i was stuck <laughs> in traffic behind that sign the the whole time i was like okay you there's... know that
3: universal nor- normally sends me to halloween horror night so like yeah, yeah. i have a plus one normally oh that's yeah. good
4: you, you should you, you should uh, see if somebody want to go with you
3: yeah i don't <laughs> <laughs> no, like I was figuring I would take my co-host
5: who I cover things with. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he would oh, want to go
3: man, or... I think
4: this is a good time for Joelle to step
0: in.
5: <laughs> oh my God. No, I want I want you to go iffy and I want Danny to have a GoPro and to film you freaking
0: it. out at all the things. You know, we iffy. would get all the clicks. <laughs> yes. My friend's a, a Pennywise cosplayer so on your birthday I will make sure <gasps> oh, he goes man. Oh, yeah. I don't want Just your friend to get hurt. <laughs>
4: Oh, now that's gonna be dangerous. bodily violence. Oh, I mean, that's like when I worked at Not Scary Farm as security, we were going through the ring maze. I'll never forget this. And it was because, um, and we had these bright yellow shirts, so they Mm. knew we were employees, so they would like mess with us by like grabbing us and stuff. And so, like, I'm super freaked out. Almost home free. It's the last, the last stretch of the maze. There's a dark corner, and they have people in those like full body kind of like zentai suits, but all black, so you don't see them. And he popped out the corner, and my natural reaction was to jump. And no, I jumped up and did the crane kick from Karate Kid, kicked this guy in the chest back into the corner, and I was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, It's okay.
3: Well, at Universal they're called Scaractors, and they're <laughs> real. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. They get within a centimeter of touching of you, you mm-hmm. and they don't touch you. I don't know how that they're not a liability, but they would get so close to my face, but not touch it. They were. They're trained.
5: Yeah, uh, it's comforting to know before you go into these things. They're like they're not allowed to touch you, and you're like that's great. And then about halfway through, you forget. I'm so sorry. Just (laughs) things get very scary. Uh, Continually gets darker. And then the props are very real. And yeah, I don't like clowns at all. Uh, In Mm, real life, I won't go to a circus. But I love being afraid. I can't I love explain right, that, yeah. but wow. there's something about that feeling in your stomach where you're like, I could die right now. That's very exciting. That's it's like fun to just embrace that feeling. Uh, and we're better in a theater where, you know, you're most likely not actually going to die. I can't wait for it. I'm so excited. Yeah,
0: with it, and this is the most uh, fake blood, well, blood that they used in the film uh, with 4,500 4, gallons of blood. Oh, ever? Woo! Yeah. Oh, now wow. they they beat like the other films. They built
3: they beat that scene in The Shining. Yeah, I th- I
0: think because um that's what that's what Jessica was saying. She was like, we she this is the most four thousand five hundred Guinness Book of World
3: Records. Uh, what about the Terminator Two footage that they showed? Oh, oh
5: my God. Linda, my lesbian icon. Uh, there's nothing more I love than uh, hot ladies kicking ass and like for Linda to just pull out that gun and like. She okay I will compare everybody Beyoncé because she is my god but the way that she is like not sweating as she's like kicking butt and then, like, walking away from, like, an explosion. And then Arnold comes in, and I love the way they've sort of aged him, and yet he still looks like the Terminator. How? Uh, The special effects. We're getting bus scenes again! I love little callbacks to the original series. Um, I'm so Everything after T2, let's be honest, you could just place it in a trash can. (laughs) It holds no value to me or anyone else. Wow! Um, So the idea that they're like, yeah, we're just gonna bounce it back to T1, T2, give you that same energy. Um, It's thrilling i cannot wait for terminator i feel like this is a return to uh the glory days and we've needed it
0: yeah they're bringing i mean they're bringing everyone back eddie fairlong um mm-hmm. who uh, plays john connor. john connor last time
3: we saw him he was young right last time we yeah. saw him was he was like a teenager yeah
0: that was uh oh man like 30 years ago right? yeah like and um he like it's just great to see him come back and like th- just the original cast of t2 just come together. I'm I'm just so excited because it's like the nostalgia but also introducing it to the new audiences and they're also like inclusive so I, I just love how badass Linda like just looks.
5: And Tim Miller is going to direct. Tim Miller also directed Deadpool. <gasps> yes. He wrote an episode of Love, Sex, and Robots. Um, I think he's shown that he can do action and comedy really well which is something that made T1 and T2 like An instant success, so I'm Mm -hmm. excited to see his version. I know Cameron's back behind the scenes, kind of controlling things. Whenever he shows up, that guy knows how to give us a movie we want to see, so it
0: should be good. Oh, and special effects are so much better than it was, like, even the last movie, Salvation, so... I feel like it's going to be amazing, even more amazing. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm excited. So this didn't drop technically at Comic-Con, but we did have Jamie Lee Curtis tweeting out the Halloween, the next two Halloween films, and I'm just really excited for our Silver-Haired Queens. Mm. I I'm ready, you know, it was the year of the daddy, I'm ready for the year of the mommy. Love having Linda Hamilton just kicking butt. Love seeing Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm just I'm so excited that uh, that we get to have these women on the pedestal that they deserve to be on, because I feel like due to ageism, we normally replace them and have younger actresses. So I'm just so happy that they're just kicking butt and looking good. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're fine as hell. Mm. They're fine as hell.
4: All right, so let's talk about some of these other things that's been popping up because there's a lot of older properties that we've been talking about, but let's talk about some new ones, some that's been in our face. You couldn't avoid it. You couldn't. (laughs) You. 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 If If you close, the only way you could have avoided this is if you were at Comic Con with your eyes closed. What is everyone's thoughts on Carnival Row?
5: I'm really excited. I actually had uh, breakfast with one of the writers. Shout out to Mike Bernardin, um, who is giving me a little bit of the skinny behind Mm. the scenes. Uh, I won't. I won't reveal his secret since I've already named him, but.
4: uh, (laughs) See, that's why you don't name and then you drop
5: the (laughs) secret. Can you tell people about the series? Yeah, okay, okay. So imagine if uh, in the 19th century, Europe saw a huge influx in immigrants all over the place. So uh, it's a take on that, but instead of uh, humans, they're magical creatures. So centaurs and fairies and all kinds of stuff. And like, what does that look like when we get all into the same space? And so now you have police. Policing mystical creatures and not understanding their backgrounds and their histories, and for the most part, they're like, "Oh, a fairy died. Who cares?" Um, but one police officer who is um, Orlando Bloom, and he's gonna figure out who killed this fairy. He wants justice for all. So then he starts working with is it Kara? That's Kara. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so he starts working with Kara to figure to solve crimes with her in Carnival Row. It is um, beautiful to look at. Um, the creator, this was one of the first scripts that got onto The Blacklist. It was originally a feature-length Ooh. script. Um, bounced around for, like, roughly a decade before it finally found a home at Amazon. They were like, let's do a, a TV decade. series. Yeah, forever. Bounced around uh. between, maybe we'll do a TV series. Let's make it a lighter TV series. Maybe we could do a feature-length movie. Like, it was all kinds of things. They weren't really sure where they wanted to put it until um amazon said we have the money to actually build the sets which we'll need because this project costs a lot of money i think it they shot a pilot and then we're like scrap that and reshot a pilot so yeah so it's been through a lot of works but i think that that's probably for the best it's already season two locked in ready to go Ooh. so i'm excited for it. it it should be a lot of fun again i already mentioned that i'm looking for a game of thrones replacement <laughs> um i need magical realism in my life please for the love of god Uh, I don't know if this will fill that hole because Game of Thrones was a weekly show and there's something about having to wait a week and rejoining people to watch it live uh, that doesn't quite hold with um, things that you can binge. That being said- Are they doing the binge? Because
4: I know Amazon has been known, or is that more Hulu? Hulu That's more Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: I think Amazon might be smart to do that for this series, but it's hard to get me to switch on an Amazon for a Sunday night screen. I don't know why. My brain just won't make that disconnect. Yeah who cuz i had to watch game of thrones on hbo go so, whatever uh we'll see how they release it but either way i think it'll be a lot of fun for people to watch there was a lot of good reviews coming out of the screening they did saturday night yeah. um so i have high hopes for it good cast mm. too
4: yeah yeah it's uh, stellar cl- stellar cast mm-hmm. another one uh that popped up that really caught my eye was the snowpiercer tv series um uh, <laughs> you know ooh the what was those chuckles <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, no, I, um, yeah, I got to, um, I'm covering, I covered that for Comic-Con, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it looks really, it, it follows along with the movie, of course, uh, David Diggs, that's, the only ring that i me, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna cover this, it's gonna be, it's on, it's on TBS, so it's gonna be, um, and Jennifer Connelly, it's really, it's gonna, it's, it's. Prestige TV for TBS, which I'm like really excited Interesting. for. Interesting, yeah. yeah.
5: Did you? So did they show you a clip? They show
0: clips, yeah, the trailer. And, and, and
5: you felt did it hold up to other prestige TV we've seen?
0: Well, I feel like they're they're the the drama for like the, I feel like it follows with the movie because okay. like it had all the like the really great cast. It's like one of the best. Like Jennifer Connelly, you got Jennifer <laughs> Connelly, you got <laughs> Diggs. It's it, like I feel like they're really they're really pushing for it too. So. Okay. Um, the scenes that I got to see, I felt like it 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 was really, it reflected the movie, but maybe a little better, probably because I I felt queasy during the movie, and yeah. <laughs> I feel like this one will be, it's, it fits audiences for TBS, but also still has the drama.
5: So it's a little toned down in yeah. the darkness of Yeah, there. like, I don't think we'll
0: see baby parts.
5: Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I like that. We were eating babies in the movie, and then there was like a whole train full of bug meals that they were feeding. The gross out factor is what I really liked about Snowpiercer, and I wonder if they'll lose people in that translation. Mm. But like you said, the cast is is really solid. Um, Also, it's just an interesting premise for a show. Like, you say it follows the movie, so is it like after they hop off the train and they're like running for the thing, or is it still on Uh, the train? It's still on the train. Interesting. Okay. I'm intrigued. I, this is a show I'm going to watch like the first three episodes and be like, let me see what we're doing here at TBS. Yeah.
4: Ooh, very interesting. All right. I've, I've kind of been driving everything. Is there anything that you saw that popped out? I'm going to have y'all answer that right after these messages.
2: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
1: Boston proper. Wear it like no one else.
4: Welcome back to Nerdificent. Uh, this is Ify Whiteyway. Across from me is Danny Fernandez. We're joined by Joelle and Laura. And we're talking about this year's San Diego Comic-Con, giving you all the beats, all the scoops that came out, and just all the fun we had. But first, we're talking about the scoops. And we're going to talk about Joel and Laura's favorite 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 you know, shows, clips, things that came out. Uh, let's start with Joelle. She looks like she has notes.
5: I, I am really excited. Uh, Harley Quinn is yes. an animated yeah. series that's like R-rated, which for me is so ex- the ev- I'm like currently working on an article about the evolution of Harley Quinn as a character. It was essentially a, a sexist trope for dudes to play off of. Uh, an abused woman in a bad relationship that then got very weirdly romanticized for a very long time. To now, like, in out bisexual dating the person we've been wanting her to date since day one. And she's getting her own animated series. And she's kicking butt with Batman. And mm-hmm. it's like, if you love Harley Quinn, and especially, I think, for a lot of women who came into Batman the Animated Series at a very young age and were very impressionable. And liked, like, what they saw in Harley. This kind of carefree, um, laugh a minute, independent, but still kind of lovesick girl. Um, watching her evolve into this... Um, character who can lead her own show and the fact that it can be kind of raunchy and dirty and also like she totally gets to kick butt. There's something so thrilling and exciting. And it feels like a very great return to classic DC animation, oh, yeah, it does. which I have been mm-hmm. missing. Like I'm not a fan of the new DC animated movies. Um, they're dark in a way that I think isn't beneficial. In other words, they're sexualizing women in a way that isn't for their own uh, gratification, but definitely strictly for the viewer. Um, they're relaunching comic books that only just recently came out and aren't necessarily the most interesting parts of canon. Um, this seems fresh and new and exciting. And it's
3: just. They also have uh, Alan Tudyk as the Joker. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's
5: such a great voice cast behind it. Uh, there's Diedrich nothing... Bader is Batman. Diedrich Bader is my favorite version of Batman, other than Kevin. Um, right after Kevin comes Diedrich, he does something so great. He gets that um, dark comedy just. Perfect. It's a wonderful series already. I haven't seen a second of it. I'm already endorsing it. I can't wait.
0: Yeah. What about you, Laura? Well, um, in the DC universe, Doom Patrol is renewed for, and it's going to come back. Twenty season two will become out twenty twenty. Uh, Titans comes out September six. So those are I'm I run, like I run the podcast for them, and I'm just excited oh, cool. about that. Oh, cool. Um, so Titans um, podcast. But um, the a show that I really uh, that, that I got to um cover. And also, got, got I binged already because I had to write about it. Um, the Boys, it's Amazon yeah. original um, series. It it's 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 about this guy who um, played by Jack Wade, Hugh Hughie. He like it's a world of superheroes. There's there's a world of superheroes, and Huey and his girlfriend are just hanging out, and she gets killed uh, by collateral damage by a superhero. And no, there's no nothing goes like there's no problems with him. like it, it, he the superhero gets off the hook. and Huey meets these people who have been affected by soups. Mm-hmm. And so these these uh, these guys they're called the boys, they they they're trying to figure out a way to destroy the the people, the soups and their empire of, of like um, it's a corporation of soups. so they're trying to bring that corporation down. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was just a really, really, it's a really, it's it's a really, it's black sat, dark comedy, dark, dark comedy, dark, like drama, um, dramedy. And it's, it, there's no happy ending really, but it's just, it's intense and there's funny parts, but it was just like, it kept me, it kept my attention. And so I felt like, oh my God, this is an addicting show. There's, it's some problematic stuff, but it's addic- addicting.
5: Is it problematic in a
0: way that's addressing issues though? Like in a, in a more conversation or is it just problematic and they sort of just leave it? I mean, maybe one or two problematic things of like mm-hmm. just leave. I'm like okay that's gonna that, we're gonna talk about that later but um it, overall it's it's uh it's 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 a addicting show it's problematic as in like it does teach you things like you're like oh my god it it, it makes you think about how people are raised and psychological things of people, but it overall it was um it was really addicting it was really really intense and good and it is part of like what I would consider like a dark. Uh, and dramedy that you just it, it makes you think about things
5: cool i'm excited it sounds like sort of a comedic take on uh, what we've been seeing in a lot of the dc uh movies i guess those are now old so weird uh i we get like batman when he starts uh putting a lot of spy equipment into people's houses and then early <laughs> justice league when they're like yeah we're just gonna make some laws here and you don't know, have time I to was, address your stuff
3: i was you know Not surprised, but disappointed that uh, Wonder Woman wasn't there. You know, that Warner Brothers wasn't really present. That DC Mm. wasn't really, you know. Because she had, I mean, her film's coming out next. Yeah. And they dropped that killer poster of her. Gorgeous. I mean, if you haven't seen it, treat yourself. uh, (laughs) In her gold eagle armor. Amazing. Mm. She is like the best thing to come out of, you know, (laughs) DC uh, films. And I really wish that they would have had them there. I understand. Like this whole political thing of like some companies being there, some companies not. But man, I really wish that they would have had had them. Uh
4: yeah, I think that's a good point because I mean we don't we, we don't do this as much anymore. But Comic Con used to be treated a lot like E3. Whereas like E3 was like, who won it? Nintendo, right. Sony, mm, yeah. or Microsoft. And we don't do that as much, uh, mostly because, you know, I think we get inundated with so like it's by the minute movie news so it's not as important Uh, you know coming but like yeah dc kind of ends up losing comic-con because when the stuff that released with marvel is all that we're talking about when they could have just knocked because at the end of the day i think if we would have got a wonder woman trailer oh my god the marvel thing would be pushed because it'd be like yeah marvel like this is cool they made a bunch of announcements we didn't really get to see anything out
5: of marvel and it kind of doesn't instill a lot of uh, Faith is a fan too when we're this close to your film release you have mm-hmm. essentially a free platform in which to just blast your stuff and we don't have we hear nothing you, you don't want release a trailer even like we've been if we think about trailers past like sometimes it's just mostly over black and it's just like audio yeah. you know something to tease us and get us excited why don't you want us to be excited about Wonder
3: Woman? Her trailer that dropped two years ago at Comic Con was the biggest yes. thing I remember I couldn't be in Hall H Uh, and I was in my hotel like getting ready for a panel and I I, like cried I like watched it multiple times in my hotel room it was just so oh and her riding on the horse and the iconic Mm -mm. like ending with that iconic music I mean it was huge and I just don't yeah I mean I, I, I guess I wish that they would have. they had like we said this huge platform to do it
0: yeah especially since there's two female like woman led films two women led films with Birds of Prey And Wonder Woman. True. And I'm just like, okay, this would be a perfect time to release, especially with two leads and the directors are both like women. Mm -hmm. And like, um, Kathy Yan is directing Birds of Prey and then um, Patty Jenkins with Wonder Woman. So I'm like, you know what, these this would be amazing. And Patty was free. So and I saw she tweeted so it. many
5: Harley Quinn. Did you think she's free? <laughs> she was free. She
0: tweeted like since uh, since we're not gonna be there, here's a picture that when she released yeah, a photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, like yeah.
3: I'm like, she could have been there. Anyways, I, know she I thought would. she wanted to. Yeah. You know, they don't control that.
0: Yeah,
5: yeah. Directors definitely don't. Yeah. It's uh it's suspect. I don't understand I continue to have questions about what Warner Brothers is doing. Let's get um, it together. <laughs> So another thing that
3: happened is this Walking Dead movie, which I guess is featuring Rick Grimes. Does this interest anyone here at this table? No. <laughs> Sorry. I love Angela
0: Kang so much, but I can't. <laughs>
5: I'm tired of The Walking Dead. I feel like we haven't done anything new or original with the series six years going. It's been a long time since we felt that spark of like, oh, my God, it's Walking Dead. We're back. Um even the installation that they have every single year is yeah. the exact same. Like, True growth within the series. It is interesting to me that AMC is taking this, like from a, a business perspective, AMC seems to be embracing a Netflix model and saying, instead of just launching on TV, this is going to be in theaters. Now it feels like maybe three seasons late on trying to do something with Rick when he's gone off the show and Michonne's in that last season is going to be this one and I don't know it's a weird feeling I'm sure the diehards are going to be first in line I look forward to their excitement and seeing what they like about it yeah
4: but no I think that's that's the point it seems like Walking Dead kind of kind of faded into this kind of background white noise of a show and and yeah I think it's going to I think the idea behind it was like, okay, he's gone for a bit, and so people are going to want to see this movie because he's back. But I don't think it's going to have that mass appeal anymore. Like Walking Dead kind of fell fell off in the zeitgeist. So, but I'm curious. You know, I always love.
3: I would. I could see it on a streaming platform. Yeah. But like releasing it wide, oh, that's rough. It's like scary. who are they going up against? Yeah, because you know? I don't even know
5: if that actor is necessarily a big movie star. Andrew draw. Lincoln. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like Andrew Lincoln. He's been great on the show. But am I going to pay fifteen dollars to go to an AMC and watch him? I'm not sure. I I wish they had released some kind of visual image so I could understand that too. The tone of it and the title gives me a very '80s like, ripped shirt standing on a pile of dead bodies vibe, you know? Uh, Which would be cool if that's what they're going for, but I don't even know visually, like, what's the tone of the movie. All I know is it happens after the helicopter crash. Uh, I don't know who's directing it. I didn't see anything on that. There's just not a lot to get excited about. It's weird to announce it with so little information. That would be
4: fun because I feel like the the comic book does that a bit where it Mm. does, like, some... Fun tonal things, yeah, to like surprise the fan. So, I would like a reimagining of an event in the show in like maybe like an 80s grind house style that totally. is exciting to me and cool and I think innovative. Uh, and I it's something I'd really like to see. Like, even if you, if like, say we took like the battle from Game of Thrones. And I was like, okay, we're going to reshoot it like this, like fantasy epic or reshoot it. Like, like that is something I don't think we've seen done and excites me in a way where it's like, let's take a moment that we all remember and switch it tonally and make it just a movie.
5: And who are going to be the major players? Like if Carl shows up, I'm going to come back. I love <laughs> Carl as a character. I know he's problematic Coral. for a lot of people, Coral. but I love an angry teen. I feel like, uh, the the hormonally abused do not get enough credit for surviving that crap and uh i i like carl in his little cowboy hat i want him to come back and i want to see him and rick fighting side uh, by side. by
3: john bernthal uh for me although i think they did bring him back as a flashback as a flashback yeah, yeah. just bring you know he didn't die just
0: bring him all the way back <laughs> like a like a walking dead what if <laughs> Yeah. Kind of thing. I feel like every, we just have too much fatigue. It's walking dead and zombie fatigue. So uh, I don't know if I want a movie. Well, Denai
3: is also leaving this yeah. season. So, I mean, I imagine she'll be in it, but I mean, how could you make a movie and like not bring an actual star, like, you know, try to have actual stars with star right. power to some extent? So we'll see who they bring. Maybe, was it Michael Rooker used to be in <laughs> it? They're just going to bring anyone that might possibly be a name
5: and then just, you know. I'm here
0: for Bring back it. Glenn.
5: Was oh my it, god right? If they could bring him
0: back I would be Put so I would watch it If me. they bring him back
5: I miss him so much That's the last As soon as they killed Glenn I was like This show is no longer for me And I have no interest in
0: it Glenn and Maggie Bring them back Have a spinoff of them
5: Let Glenn meet his child Damn it We have to take Another quick break
0: <laughs> and that's that uh, sad
5: note <laughs> We'll be back Talking more
3: About a recap With Comic Con Right after this
2: This is it Your moment
3: And we are back. And since it is Comic-Con, it was originally started, y'all, to be- buy and sell comics. I did want to talk about comics. So our friend, uh, she was on the Women in Gaming episode, uh, Sam Mags. she had an amazing comic that had a huge display that we tweeted from the Nerdificent account or posted on Instagram. It's Marvel Action, Captain Marvel. It debuts in August from IDW. Definitely pick it up. She has... a uh, she has um, Goose with her in the picture, her flurkin. It's just amazing. I'm so proud of Sam. If you're not following Sam, she had the biggest Comic-Con just doing signings, announcing all of her comic news. I'm really excited about her Captain Marvel comic, so put that in your calendar for August.
5: Joelle, yes. did you see any cool comics? Sure did. Coming back to my friend Mark Bernardin, who also had a pretty dope Comic-Con, uh, Castle Rock Season 2, coming out soon on... Uh, Hulu, and then Carnival Row coming out on Amazon, season two already booked. And then he also has his own comic coming out with Top Cow called Adora, which is about a girl with autism and living and surviving with that. Um, and what's really cool about that is Mark is raising a child with autism. He's very open and frank on his Twitter about that. Um, and you can, if you want to hear about those stories or, or uh, you know, reflect on somebody who can write like an angel, when Mark writes, you're going to cry. It's so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Um, but a lot of the stories he tells about his daughter are just Achingly gorgeous, um, and it's cool that he's he's kind of immortalizing that in a comic, and I can't wait. They were giving out these really dope enamel pins of Adora. Um, definitely check out that comic. I can't if you wait can. to get it. Um, Laura, was there anything cool that you saw?
0: Yeah, so I'm a hardcore Whovian and I so I, I, I do buy the comic books. Um, I have a, like I make sure I always get it every week, and they launched the Thirteen Doctor series because like uh, I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, it's been ongoing, but they did the exclusive SDCC um, artwork. Um, with the with the the Thirteenth Doctor number nine, the artwork is just so pretty. It's it's and it's following the adventures with the with the Thirteenth Doctor, um, and we get to meet her. I haven't finished it because I, I Comic Con is just crazy, but the artwork is just amazing in it, and you, it follows her and the adventures with her three companions, um, and with a new alien race that I, I they actually haven't uh, interacted with on on TV. So I really enjoy that the Titans. Um, Comics are really expanding them, and I think it's preparing us for the new season. So it's it's my fill until the new season. And Jodie Hauser is the writer, and she um, oh Jody's amazing. I know she's so good, Mm -hmm. and um she really like I the her with the series uh, she released it, and also uh, Richard Dinnick did the um, the Thirteen Doctor, the Many Lives of Doctor Who. Um, so that issue was out that came out too. So I'm really really excited. Finish it. I have it in my in my room because I just came back today. So I, I'm like gonna sit down and just read it through.
3: Did you see that Marvel's? Um, this is completely different, but I just wanted to remind myself the rise of Kylo Ren. That's yes! coming out in December. Oh, oh the art! The, the writer wrote from Ben to Ren. I was so excited. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. just like, what?
5: Oh, it looks wild. Yeah. I'm very intrigued. I'm very intrigued. Those Star Wars comics have been aces. There's like not a bad one in the bunch yet. I, oh, I can't
3: wait. There's Return to Vader's Castle, which is a spooky story that's coming out uh, for Halloween. That will be, it sounds adorable, but possibly terrifying. <laughs> that one I bet you can handle, iffy. Yeah,
4: yeah. Uh-huh. I, yeah, scary books. <laughs> Funny enough, like, horror comics don't bug me. Like, I picked up a Junji Ito book, and I love, if you haven't read Junji Ito, I'm sure you've seen his stuff online. I got the book because it has one of my favorite comics, which is the one where the uh, family that lives, uh, that owns a barbecue uh, shop, and they live above it, and the walls are grease, everything's covered in grease. So then, like, the the youngest, the, the son, her... And the kind of protagonist older brother is growing these pimples and is using it to bully, and has this gross scene that uh, is going online where he is squishing his face together, and all the, and it's like dripping down, and she's screaming. It's like. The best scene. I uh, I showed it to my friend who okay, was there so with me. I hope this someone the it, then. clowns, no go. Yeah, yeah, no, this, song, cause it's it's like, this logic because it's like, because the me. art is so good and it's like those old tales from the crypt comics uh, where, like, it's like, this looks gross, but it's also su- such good art that you're, like, really into it. But yeah. Uh, Junji Ito also has one uh, where like the person is finding their hole and there's like uh, one day a rock splits and people see these human shaped holes. And every time someone sees a hole that they believe it fits them, they travel out there and go into that hole and they're never seen again. Yeah, it's it's very it's all that it's so great. It's very creepy. It's well paced. Junji Ito, uh, check out. You can read a lot of his stuff online, but I truly, truly uh, encourage you to purchase stuff, which is what I did. But the comic... That was announced that I'm excited about is uh, called Afterlift, uh, which is going to be a Comicsology original. Which Comicsology is an online, co- uh, you know, e comic marketplace owned by Amazon now, which is really cool. Now they're doing their own originals, and uh, helming the writing is uh, Chip Zdarsky. Which, if you don't know, he writes this great book called Sex Criminals. Which, if you're unaware of Sex Criminals, you read it right away. It's about two people who find out when they have sex they freeze time when they have sex and orgasm together time freezes and so what do you do with that power other than rob banks and then you find out that you know crime doesn't pay even (laughs) when you have uh time powers uh (laughs) But he's going to be writing it, and the story of this is about a protagonist named Janice Chin, who quits her day job in finance and signs up to be a driver on a ride-sharing app. But uh, what was first a mundane but enjoyable way to pass the time takes a terrible turn when a mysterious passenger updates his ride with a new final destination, Hell. Ooh. Oh. And it's a five-part mini-comic, so it should be fun. I like short-run contained stuff. That's why I like anime-like, uh, anime-like Devilman Crybaby mm-hmm. or uh, Tango Top and Goron Lagoon because I feel like when you add a beginning and end, not only do you not take all of my life to watch you, but it has a nice, fun, contained story. Uh, Fooly Cooly, too, uh, also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: So exciting! And then we had uh, Ducktales release this Ooh, massive. <laughs> yes. Life is like a hurricane here, <laughs> here in Duckburg. <laughs> um, so yeah, our buddy Ben Schwartz actually uh, tweeted out to this amazing poster, um, which has everybody, y'all. It's like Tailspin uh, is
5: in there. <laughs>
3: Daisy, um, Goofy, Charlie, Duck, yeah, Duck. Darkwing Freaking Darkwing Duck, Doc
5: Duck, Lin, the MVP. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. It's your childhood today. I think they showed.
3: Uh, was it power? I think they had Powerline today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw Goofy. I always know if it's anything Good Burger or or uh, Goofy movie <laughs> related. Uh, which, by the way, I ran into. I don't know if you all saw the circulating. Yes. yes. So at Anime Expo, actually, there was a Kel, which I love. I love when anyone doesn't go with the theme. Uh, somebody dressed up as Kel from Good Burger and was. Full blown dancing in skates, just like he does. It was Amazing. like whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> um, and I ran into him at Gaslamp at San Diego Comic Con, and we took a picture together. And I po- I posted it. Um, awesome guy, and yeah, I just I was obsessed. Uh, so they actually have a good burger pop up here I don't know if y'all have been to it yet not yet yeah so his name is actually Cal underscore Smith 17 if you want to check him out really really I
4: laughed that uh, someone named Cal was cosplaying Cal yes
3: (laughs) Uh, and I think he has a picture with Kel. Uh, but yeah, so we have Ew. Ducktales. Very excited about it.
0: Yeah, Tailspin. The older versions of them are going to be there. So I'm like really excited. Well, it's really
5: cool to see, especially Darkwing and Goslin. I interviewed the creator for Revolution Comic Con last year, and I asked him, you know, "Would you ever, you know, come back for Darkwing?" He was like, "Absolutely not." And I was like, "But we <laughs> love." He's like, "No, no, done with that." And I was like, <laughs> "My heart hurts." And so to see that there is going to be a revival of Darkwing Duck in some way, um, especially on this show, which is bonkers good if you guys haven't given this Mm -hmm. show a chance yet i I cannot encourage it enough because it's um serialized and i I really appreciate that kids have cartoons that are stories that are constantly evolving uh these stories deal very in depth with the emotional loss of parents which i think is something that the original cartoon was just like they're just kids who don't have parents and they're having fun but uh these kids miss their mom and it's there's a really great storyline where she comes back and it's heartbreaking and beautiful and My gosh, uh, Danny Pudai is on there. Like, the -hmm. the voice cast is amazing. David Tennant. Yes. Um, Great stories. Even even, uh, Scrooge gets really good storylines. He falls in love and out of love. And uh, it's wonderful. And then I just have uh, one more piece of news for me personally is that Gina
3: Davis is uh, gonna be in She Ra the Princess of Power. <laughs> oh my they God. had a big presence at Comic Con. They had a massive She Ra, and it was so sweet. Someone posted this picture of this little girl just looking up at her. I was like, wanted to cry. Um, so, and then she's also gonna be in Glow.
5: Yeah, she Ooh, is. Yes. Her mm-hmm. poster for that looked yeah. sick. I'm trying not to crease. Uh, amazing. <laughs> she, oh my gosh, her and the leotard. So good. Also, if anybody you know just wants to give me one of those Shiro Barbies, literally any of them, I will take them.
0: Well, just like you said, like the the uh, like the women—they're coming back, like from the yeah. from where we grew up mm-hmm. with. They're making a huge comeback. I'm so happy. I mean, I they feel deserve. like they've always been there, but for us. Well, Selma
3: Hayek got announced in the Eternals. Yes, Eternals, yes. and she's And did you see the, the storyline was yeah, going on with that?
5: She got rejected for uh, some sci-fi movie. Uh, because mm-hmm, they, they because- were like, there are no Mexicans in space, and so we can't have you on the thing. And so for now, for her to be in a Marvel movie in a lead position, also Brian Tyree Henry's going to be there. Was I didn't and give Kamel. two cents about mm-hmm. the Eternals, and then they announced the cast, and I said, let me be first in line. Because oh, I'm so
3: happy. Yeah, you know, freaking our ladies that are 50 and like they need to be leading these things. And of course, we have Mexicans in space. We have Diego Luna. So you
0: know, <laughs> no, and um, and well, it's also um. Um Lauren Ridloff. She's the first deaf um, superhero, replacing the white guy who, who yeah, like in, as a character. And so she's the first deaf superhero.
5: I didn't hear about this. That's
0: amazing. She's the first, like she was, I was in Hall of H for it, and she sign language to everyone. She was really excited to be part <laughs> of it. Um, and someone translator was reading it off, and it just was this, this whole cast for Eternals. I felt like it just, it felt like how a space would be. Um, and so it's so many firsts, like Don Lee's in it, um, Angeline Jolie, Asama. Um, mm-hmm. um, it's just, there's just so many people, and I just feel like that's the world that we see today.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, you know, this corporation doesn't care about you. I'm like, but I care about it, and being able to see myself in it is thrilling, and being able to see other types of individuals who never get a chance to be on screen, be a part of a sci-fi universe that we've loved for a really long time. Uh, let me be excited about things. And come on. I'm gonna.
0: Kamal looks jacked. Oh, my God. He looks good. He
5: has been in the gym, and he is (laughs) working, and it is showing.
0: (laughs) And I I love the fact that Richard Madden had said he's the sexiest superhero, which is true.
3: Yeah, so we started with the Marvel news. I guess we're going to close out with the Marvel news. We just talked about Eternals. We talked about uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Is there anything else? And Blade. Was there
5: anything else that really stood out for y'all? I'm excited for the Loki TV series series. Uh, Kate Bishop is coming to Hawkeye, which is the only way any of us are going to watch that series anyway. Uh, <laughs> just really, oh my gosh, they're really working. And then Black Widow, which is a movie I swore I wasn't going to watch because we all know Scarlett Johansson has had some issues. Uh, and then they announced that cast and I said, dang it, I yeah, have David to Harbour. watch, yeah. not just David Harper, but The Girl for Midsummer is going to be Florence in it. Florence Pug. Pug. The things I heard she could yeah. do with a knife, I was like, let me not miss this. Florence has been killing the game. And then who's uh, uh the older woman in it? We were just talking. um
0: Rachel. Rachel. Oh, oh Rachel Weiss.
5: Yes. Rachel Weiss oh. is also going to be in it as uh, I can Oof, only imagine. As my girlfriend. badass spy. <laughs> uh, we're going to get the Budapest story, which yes. I'm hoping Cap makes an appearance because I'm a Cap junkie. I, I think it's going to be good, despite uh, what we have to deal with in a lead character.
0: They showed footage. from Yeah, like, the thing, yeah, the you fight were in scene. there. Wait, okay, yeah. so the fight scene was it was the best fight scene <laughs> I have seen. Like Black Widow has ever done, and she's done amazing. Like her, um, Scarlett and her stunt woman has has done amazing fight scenes. Yeah, but this just up the knot. Just her fight scenes are just amazing, and the, cor- the choreography for it. And um, also, there's they showed it in the trailer at the end with Taskmaster. That's going to be a really like that's a great. Villain.
5: I love Taskmaster. And then finally, just the idea of an animated what if series. Uh, Where we I love a space where writers can just go wild without consequence. And as much as I tout and laud a universal storytelling, I think being able to step outside of that and do one shots is just as important. It's something that it's always Mm -hmm. been one of my favorite things in comic books is when you get like, oh, here's just a one off Joker story that means nothing. But it's just we wanted to explore that idea. Getting to do that here and what if I think is going to be really exciting. Disney Plus has secured all of our dollars. And Jeffrey Uh,
0: Wright is the watcher. Yeah.
5: It's going to be so good. <laughs> I know.
4: It's it, it's super great too because yeah that that, that is something comic have had that you know we really haven't got to experience is just the lack of canon and the freedom to explore that's how we got things like all star superman and, they, and and so like and, and red sun and so it'll be nice to like have a space to just be and also it's just fun like mm-hmm. you know what if uh spider-man picked up mjolnir you know like stuff like that
5: <laughs> gotham by gaslight yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> i'm excited about
5: peggy
0: if peggy was uh, captain america yeah that's oh, gonna be a fun oh, one i
5: oh, so excited about it
4: you know, it seems like it's time to take this in for a landing. Uh, you know, so I guess uh where can everyone find you? Uh
5: yeah, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique. That's J O E L L E M O N I Q U E.
0: Um, and I am uh, you can find me everywhere too on um, social media at L L S I R I K U L. and I'm always um writing. <laughs> oh yeah and what about your podcast Yes and I, I also am part of the um, Titans podcast so I talk Whee? about um, it talks all about uh, Titans DC universes Titans and Doom Patrol mm. um, so we every week we we, we break down the, the episodes and um, just get and talk about the upcoming season and news that's coming up Whee. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez. Thank you to everyone that came to our hangout, our yeah, meetup. The, it was so great.
0: Nerd
4: meetup was a good time. Loved meeting uh, all the folks who showed up. We'll be doing it more at other cons we go to. You know, we might be in New York. Yeah. Right? So, so if we're out there, we'll do it there. And uh, any other future cons,
3: let us know what your send us your cosplay. What your favorite moments are. Tweet at us. Uh, definitely, if you had uh, if you had some dope uh, things that you found collectibles let us know yep. we'll retweet it
4: we hundred percent will uh and you know where to find us if you wadi way on twitter and instagram if these on twitch discord.gg slash salt squad to you know get the convos going uh and stay nerdy
1: boston proper wear it like no one else tired of restless nights at lisa we know good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health